Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's National Donut Day and Leave the Office Early Day. So, Chad, I will meet you at Donkey's, baby. Donkeys it is. You are listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Bearclaw Cheeseman. And this is Chad. What the fuck just happened, so wash? And on this week's show, Veritone flips the bean, zip and dice, <laughs> chop some heads, and Elon invades your brain. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh-huh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Nachos. Oh shit, dude! We gotta hurry up. I've got uh, I've got paddle. I've got uh, I've got competition here going on. Is that a boat thing? 
paddle. It's like racquetball and tennis all in one. It, that that pussy pickleball stuff that you guys do in the U.S. <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. This is this is real true sport that happens here in Europe. I'm sorry. <laughs> that you guys do in the U.S. You you aren't totally European yet. You're not even a citizen, as far as I know. I have a place. That's that's close. Good God, I'm gonna. <laughs> Racquetball and tennis. What does the ball like go 20 feet? No, it's a tennis ball. Well, tennis and racquetballs are bouncy. I, I mean, like 200 oh, yeah. feet, not 20 feet. Good oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. No, they can, they can, they can fly. It's, 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 it's a pretty awesome, awesome sport. You go to YouTube, check it out, paddleball. Uh, but yeah, no, pickleball is for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got a lot to cover. So, shout out. Job openings, my man. Job openings in April. Oh, yeah. Saw the highest number of U.S. openings since January, indicating a labor market that cannot be killed. <laughs> Call it the Dracula <laughs> job market. Uh, the job openings and labor Zombie. turnover survey, or what the kids call JOLTS, Jolts. reported 10.1 million job openings for the month. All of this means the Fed is likely to raise interest rates in June, I'm headed to Chipotle before the chicken burrito hits north of ten dollars. Chad, how about you? Oh yeah, this is this is the recession that never happened. I mean, it just it just continues. Knock on wood, okay, kids. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great to hear and enjoy your your time at Chipotle. My uh, first shout out goes to Rust Out. Now, what the actual fuck is Rust Out? Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Well, according to HR Grapevine, it's the opposite of burnout. It means employees are bored and have been in their job far too long. And uh, they're starting to experience job dissatisfaction, which, I mean, you probably have experienced in, in marriage a few times. Uh, yeah. According to HR Grapevine, <laughs> ensuring your employees are engaged decreases absenteeism 41% and increases, this is the big one, mm. profitability by 21%. Okay. You mean that employees that aren't absent from work and are actually at work create more profits? Really? Shout out to HR Grapevine for creating a narrative for HR and TA leaders to go get more budget. Rust out. Doesn't anyone no. notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. The great rust out. Rust out is what <laughs> I do every morning when I get out of bed. I got to get the rust out. You know what I'm saying? All right, I got a I got a shout out to John Taffer. Oh, who's that? Who the hell is John Taffer? Uh, maybe you've seen the show Bar Rescue, where this like ah. angry guy comes and fixes your bar and tells you you <laughs> suck and and whatever. Well, anyway, the Gordon Ramsay of bar. He was yeah. interviewed recently about uh, the state of restaurants and talent and automation, and and I thought it was worth sharing. Uh, with our audience as a shout out. So take a listen. Oh, Taffer is with us this morning, by the way. He he knows all about this. Hotels and restaurants that are supposed to see a record number of customers this summer, bouncing back to pre-pandemic levels. John Taffer's with us. He's nodding his head. Is there a boom in restaurant and bars? Incredible, Stuart. Since April, we've hired over 900,000 employees. We need a lot more, but we're forecasting record travel this summer, record hotel occupancy, Restaurants are booming, but we're challenged because we need people, you know, to fulfill all the business that we have now. So I'm at the National Restaurant Association convention now, and it's all about robotics and automation and technologies to help solve those issues. Okay, you tell us, how are you using AI in your restaurant business? 
Well, in my restaurant business, we're using it more in the back of the house for purchasing and pricing and things like that. Here, I'm standing in a SkyTab booth now. This is all new transactional technologies that connects third parties like DoorDash and Uber Eats into the POS system, frequency programs, credit card programs, all connected into one system now. And then robotics are, are huge. Wendy's is about to uh, 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 launch a chatbox program in Europe for automated ordering. They're the restaurateurs. They're going crazy already, Stuart. You see, we always think of AI as some kind of a negative, you know, a threat to us. But to you, it's very much a positive. It can enhance your profitability, right? Well, not only that, we can't find the employees, Stuart. So we have to solve right. the problem. Sure. If we can't solve it with employees, then we're going to go to automation. And there you have it. We talk about this a lot on the show, obviously, Chad. But here's a, an industry expert at an industry conference talking about it. And, and what... You don't get in the audio uh, when he says there that the the restaurateurs are are cheering. Like it's obvious that they they want this to come. People who own restaurants, the efficiency, the cost savings, the the lesser pain in the ass, the filling positions, like they like they are visibly excited about this future. So I think it's very telling uh, to watch that interview as I did, and hopefully the audio came across of uh, how important it is that automation is taking restaurants by storm yeah automation uh yes humans suck we totally get that we'll talk more about that later in the show my next shout out is to life my friend i actually received this message from josh gamble who is stepping away as president of Telivity, the parent company of recruitix why you might ask here's a message from josh For two decades, I've dedicated my career to assisting businesses and finding exceptional talent. I've served in multiple roles, a recruiter, a marketer, and a leader. Now my father and I, who collectively bring over 50 years of recruitment experience to the table, face our most daunting task yet, recruiting a kidney for my mother. In 2019, she was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder that severely damaged her kidneys. Her condition has only worsened over time, exacerbated by COVID-19 and subsequent complications. The urgent need for a kidney transplant has never been more pressing. And although the outcome remains uncertain, we are steadfast in our determination to give this our all. We've established a straightforward website. Take this down, kids. Recruitakidney.com. Life recruit a kidney dot life to provide more information and raise awareness about the critical role of living donors. If we succeed in finding a kidney through this platform, we plan to replicate this process for others in need, potentially forming a foundation for a broader initiative. However, we recognize the importance of approaching this one step at a time. To all the talent acquisition professionals tuning into this podcast. I extend my my sincere gratitude. Your ceaseless evolution has kept us at Recruitix both challenged and motivated, and your commitment to a purpose-driven field of work is inspiring. It has been an absolute privilege to share this journey with you. <sighs> okay, wow. That, this is a tearjerker. I'm going to stop right there. There's more, okay? But if you're listening to this podcast right now, connect to Josh on LinkedIn. He will be posting more there. That's Josh Gample, G-A-M-P-E-L. While you're doing that, go to recruitakidney.life and check out how you might be able to save a life through kidney donation. Shout out to Josh, life, his dad, and most of all, his mom, Deborah. recruitakidney.life. I'm about ready to tear up here, kids. 
I'll save you with the applause. Yeah, definitely a great, wow. great cause. Well, let's go from saving kidneys to killing livers, Chad. You can win <laughs> free booze on Chad and Cheese. Sorry, that's a bad segue, but this is what we do on the show. If you are interested in free bourbon from our friends at Tex Kernel, free beer from our friends at Aspen Tech Labs, mm-hmm. or even if it's your birthday this month, you might win some rum from our friends at Plum. Either way, if you don't drink, you can get a t-shirt sponsored by our friends at at JobGet, but you can't win unless you play Chad. You got to go to chadcheese.com, click the free link, fill out the form, and then wait for the goodies to arrive. That's chadcheese.com. <laughs> click the free link. Yes. And everybody loves the Chad and Cheese t-shirts. Obviously, everybody loves free beer. They love free whiskey. I mean, Obviously, rum from plum, especially on your birthday. How can you not love that? The big question is, do we have enough T-shirts for Wreckfest? That's the big question. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get my inventory uh, manager, okay. i.e. my 13-year-old daughter, to mm-hmm. give me a rundown of, uh, of T-shirts uh, that we have for that. Nice, uh, nice. Also, I know... Um, We'll get to travel, but I'm I'm going I'm headed to Sherman in a in a week or so, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll be at the Aaron booth. Aaron is is printing up like exclusive Sherm T-shirts uh, of of that, so I might be able to get some Aaron <laughs> Aaron supply if they over. They have my big head on the front. Yeah, your, your big cardboard <laughs> head. We'll send that to Europe. So you can have a Portuguese uh, copy for your for your records, but yeah, uh, people love the T-shirts. We may have to to get some more because the Europeans love them. Some soft, supple cotton combed fabric uh, in their <laughs> in their dresser drawers. Do they call them dresser drawers in in Europe? It's probably something I have no weird. clue. They just where they put their clothes. So do we have birthdays? Are we, no birthdays this week? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we have feel the birthdays, tension my friend. in the air right now. I know yes, I, I can. can. I can mm-hmm. feel it all the way down in my plums. That's right. That's right. If it's your birthday and you're in our list, you could win a tasty bottle of rum from our friends at Plum. Celebrating another trip around the sun, we have Anders Storman, Andy Patterson, Rodney, don't call me Rodney, Martin Dangerfield, Liz <laughs> Wessel, Jim Stroud. Our favorite oh. cartoonist of the industry, Bosco Vujitovic. I love Bosco. Olga Nazriva, Jay Arnold, Ooh. Jane Curran, and Matt, that British guy, Alder. Happy yes. birthday! Happy birthday, everybody. Have one on us. Exactly. And, well, we're going to see that British guy, Matt Alder, very soon at Wreckfest. That's right, kids. Wreckfest, July 6th at Nebworth park you can't but be there if you're in europe if you're if you're in the listening of this podcast if you're downloading this now go get your go get your tickets now oh, go get yeah. your tickets now. Matt, Matt it's Alder, crazy. uh steven mcgrath cole cheeseman i'm sure i'm sure Hung Lee's gonna be there yeah oh leaving our favorite uh, porn star hung lee is gonna be there <laughs> what are you doing step bro that's right nebworth is gonna be off the chain kids amazing we have topics. That's right. All right. We'll pick your headline, I guess. Career Builder sells broad bean or Veritone buys broad bean, whichever you like. Our friends at Veritone the bean. Yeah. are acquiring broad bean, a job distribution solution for $52 million. Veritone aims to combine broad bean with its previous acquisition, Pandologic, to form 
Veritone HR Solutions. Here's a soundbite from Veritone CEO and President Ryan Steelberg on the deal. Have a listen. We are obviously very excited about this acquisition. Uh, we expect it to close in just a few weeks from now. But a little background, though. This is a, a target um, and a company that, that we've been looking at at Veritone for over a year now. And actually, we were hopeful to try to actually acquire this um, at the end of last year. But at Veritone, we had to move in uh, a different direction for a period of time. So we are thrilled that Broadbean, um, through um, Apollo's divestiture of different career builder assets was still available. Um, we remained in close communications with Alex and his team over there. And we're obviously thrilled that we're able to get to this point of signing. This deal is very strategic for Veritone and our vision of how we intend to continue to bring you know, AI-based automation and intelligence to the HR space, and specifically the talent acquisition marketplace. Broadbeam obviously has a very large installed base, thousands of customers you know, spanning um, many countries with a large international presence, which is very complementary to not just Pandologic and in our, I'd say, heavy skewed North American focus, but for all of Veritone. Um, we look at HR-based solutions as being ubiquitous. They're not limited to a single market vertical. And I think the combination of Broadbeam's, you know, broad-based job distribution platform and Pandologic's programmatic job advertising platform is a perfect marriage. One thing that may not be obvious to many is, you know, outside of the obvious of bringing more programmatic to the install base of Broadbean customers is the this very rich data sets that we're bringing together here, um, which is obviously from our perspective of leveraging, you know, our expertise and know-how in the AI space and on the programmatic side is something that we're just, we're so excited about. We are very confident that Pando and our solutions there are going to get better. They're going to get smarter. They're going to get more automated and ultimately bringing more, you know, efficiency and benefit to our end customers. But we also think that there's a, a, a multitude of net new exciting products and services. You know, as we take advantage of Broadbeam's extensive integrations with over 100 ATS platforms, um, we're envisioning a lot of exciting attribution and down funnel opportunities um, that we're going to continue to investigate, invest in, and ultimately bring to market. And the sale of Broadbean and Career Builders International Unit, which we reported on a while back, will leave the once mighty job board with just its core U.S.-based recruitment offering. Chad, there's a lot to unpack here. What you got? Yeah, Career Builder stands alone with a facilities manager. Pretty much it. Jeff's he's sweeping up. He's getting ready to turn off the lights because that thing sold. Okay, it, it sold. I don't know who bought it yet, but we're gonna find out. Okay, so why buy? It's fairly simple. From, from my standpoint, four major points. Portfolio, 3,000 customers. Access to Europe, which they didn't have before. Five billion data points. Veritone's an AI company. That means everything to them and for the future. And then integration into 100 applicant tracking systems. These are, these are all points that are incredibly valuable. And to look at the $52 million deal, at the annual, you know, uh, revenue that they were looking at around 35 million seems like a deal, right? So the portfolio in itself, take a look at transitioning thousands of clients from duration based to performance where necessary. Then uh, Europe slow to adopt performance driven recruitment advertising compared to the U.S. So they, they can start that nudging, the, the nudging with, you know, keeping the duration around, but yet nudging toward performance. 
did mention Terry is out. Terry Baker is out and Alex uh, Forless is in. This is a well-deserved rest for Terry Baker, for God's sakes. The guy's been in the industry for fucking ever. Jesus Christ. I hope he finds an island somewhere and enjoys a year off the grid. A lot, lot more Padres games in Terry's future, I believe. <laughs> a lot more Padres games, which is good. Uh, but a- Alex came to Crew Builder through the Greek job site, which we talked about. Carrera.gr. He moved up through the career builder ranks as manager, managing director uh, of the UK, and then over to Broadbean in 2019 and was given the reins as president in, uh, of Broadbean in May of 2022. So Alex has seen the career builder slash Apollo shit show from the inside out and for a very long time. And Ryan obviously has faith that the post traumatic career builder syndrome won't be a problem. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, you're looking at trying to transition a lot of these portfolio clients, right? So you want to be able to try to keep the same team, same faces, those types of things. Um, do, do, do you ever think that ex-career builder employees wake up in cold sweats, screaming El Chapo in the middle of the night? Or, or is it just John Smith? Former career builder. Because if, if it's current, it's like six people <laughs> or something. But yes, I... <laughs> I I know for for sure a lot of the old guard at Career Builder just oh, uh, yeah have have voodoo dolls of Irina and company uh, in their bedrooms <laughs> that get stuck every night before bedtime for sure. From from that standpoint, you take a look at the Veritone stack. Now we've got performance based recruitment marketing, duration based recruitment marketing, chat with Wade and Wendy. And why that's important is because if you start to integrate chat into, much like we see with Paradox for the apply process, it, it's much easier. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, synchronous. It, it can be asynchronous, right? It, there's just a better way to collect data. It, it's just more fluid. It's it's better. And then, then you have Veritone's AI backbone with voice and video. I mean, that's just the tech stack that that, that I'm covering now. I'm sure they have much more than that. So what are your thoughts on the actual acquisition itself, the 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 portfolio and the things that that, that I just I just ran through? Sure, sure. I mean, so so full di- full disclosure, uh we love Veritone. Uh they're a sponsor. Yeah. Uh we've been on their boat. So so <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. But but yeah. I like to think that it, set that aside. Yeah. We would both be very excited about this acquisition. And I can also probably speak for both of us in saying that when Veritone first bought Pando Logic, there was a little bit of head scratching, a little bit like, how is this supposed to work? Yeah. Got this AI company with video and and then we have this like job thing. How is this going to fit? <laughs> um, and it was, it was a little bit tough, but you and I both know Ryan. Ryan sort of sees into the future uh, like you and I cannot. He saw where this thing was going, and I, I, I find it really intriguing that as we come out of the pandemic, as we come into what is a challenging time for our industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just we're almost ready to say goodbye to Career Builder. Like, who who would have thunk that when we started yeah. this podcast six years yeah. ago? And Monster's still living. The old guard is going. Uh, Indeed's yeah. freaking the fuck out every week. Uh, we're going to talk about layoffs, and all all of them are talking about challenging economic times, challenging with with hires. There's an interesting picture here where we come out of this this season of our industry, and Veritone is like primed to be one of the major players in employment. 
And I find that incredibly exciting. And the fact that they've embraced HR and hiring the way that they have with all the other things in their portfolio and all the other things mm-hmm. they do and how they've sort of been able to figure out, we can combine this with hiring. And it's an incredible opportunity globally to, to be an industry leader in that in that space. So we may come out of the end of this and say like Veritone is right there with uh, Paradox and whatever Indeed is doing at the time and whatever Workday is, whatever the major players are doing, Veritone is primed to be in that spot uh, mm-hmm. based on what they've what they've been doing. And I like to think that I would say that uh, irregardless of the spicy cocktail shrimp that we had on the boat. <laughs> you mentioned all the the ins and outs with Broadbean, um, mm-hmm. the footprint that they have, the management team that's coming over, I think is going gonna, is gonna to be very valuable to Veritone. What was interesting was that the, the street, Wall Street, uh, the, it, there was about a 10% decrease in, in stock uh, when this deal was announced. Now, what is interesting is it coincides with uh, a downgrade that the stock had recently, which based on the earnings call, um, there's a lot less Amazon uh, dependency because Amazon is not hiring the way that it was before. And there might've been a, a high heightened dependency on, on Amazon dollars. So we don't recommend stocks on this show and please don't buy this or sell it based on our um, our recommendation, but it seems like a stock that if this thing comes to fruition is going to be up into the right for the foreseeable future. Uh, if I had to guess. So yeah, all around, we know the people there excited for them. Um, excited to see how this deal plays out. Uh, we talked before the show and I'm sure you want to talk about like competitive, uh, landscape yeah. now, this certainly shakes mm-hmm. some, some stuff up. I know you have some thoughts around that. Oh, yeah. So think of this from a stepstone standpoint. They invade the U.S. with the acquisition of AppCast only to find their U.S. market weakened and their European performance-driven flanks exposed. I feel like there's a Maginot line analogy in there somewhere. Anyways, stepstone has missed a huge opportunity in solidifying a strong U.S. market and then transitioning a slow to adopt European markets. It just, they just couldn't pull it together. They just couldn't pull it together. They they were, they were retreating from France. They just couldn't get their shit together, right? They were, they're trying to get ready for IPO. They're, you know, firing CEOs at, uh, you know, at uh, total jobs. I mean, all this shit, right? So that's the big name, right? And AppCast is still major, major fucking player, but they have not wielded AppCast like they should have. But then you have a, sm- a much, much, much smaller player like Vonk. And this is only going to a- ignite a fire under Stepstone and AppCast asses. So Vonk needs to find a buyer and fast. They, they've been able to while Stepstone's been sleeping and not using that big axe, which is, a, which is AppCast, to be able to gain market share and, and do some things. Um, but they don't have the firepower to fight a two-front war, Right. And then last but not least, you have Radency, a player in the recruitment market and programmatic tech space in the UK. To me, in the UK and, and Europe, I'm sure they've been gaining, but it's it's nothing compared to these two powerhouses. And we talked about in our visit with them, the number of sort of non-programmatic or just traditional job yeah. postings that go through Broadbean. It's, it's duration, a, yeah. Yeah, like there's a, a huge opportunity to, to move a lot of these these posts into programmatic solutions, which 
is a huge opportunity for for Veritone now. And then you start thinking about how do we plug in our conversational AI capabilities, our AI capabilities into that process. And it becomes really scary because this is something, you know, we talk about how Google has things that Indeed can't compete with. Well, Veritone has things that none of them can compete with. So now that they've, they're on an f- equal footing from the job posting programmatic perspective, how do they then take it to the next level and plug in all the other shit that makes our jaw drop uh, when we see it and check it out? So exciting times at Veritone. It's amazing. And then we're starting to see these brands where Veritone is going to be not a house of brands, but a branded house, right? And uh, so Pando Logic, uh, the brand's going away. Broadbean, the the brand is going away. And I think Ryan and team believe it's it's better to build a branded house rather than trying to manage all of those brands. Just that simple. Focused tech, focused message, uh, and they're going to need that uh, because again, I really believe that AppCast and Stepstone are uh, they're going to they're going to get a fire under their ass after this because they were vying for everything that I've heard over the last uh 12 months I've heard many companies who were trying to buy broadbean it was just way too expensive I think this is a luck and timing kind of scenario where Ryan and team were right at the table it just didn't happen at the end of last year then this year happened shit started to go south Prices came down and yep. they got a hell of a deal. Yep. Yep. Ryan Steelberg doesn't play people. Ryan Steelberg does not <laughs> play around. And by the way, this is a great time to mention that Veritone powers Chad and Cheese in four additional languages, including yeah. Portuguese, French, German, and Spanish. So if you'd like to hear us in sexy Spanish. That's the kind of fucking tech they have. That's the scary shit. If you, if you want a little taste of what they can do, go check out. Chad and cheese in German. It's angry and fun, everybody, and, and have a sour, sour broughten while you're there. Yes. We'll be right back. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent. Build great teams and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Oh, yeah. It's that time of the podcast, Chad. Layoffs. Layoffs. That's right. We got layoffs. ZipRecruiter is eliminating about 20% of its workforce and giving its top executive a pay cut due to a broad slowdown in hiring. They plan to cut about 270 roles, about half of which are in sales and customer support. CEO Ian Siegel will also take a 30% cut in his base salary, which was $550,000 last year. Meanwhile, DHI Group, the parent company of Dice and Clearance Jobs is reducing its workforce by 10% and 
in a move expected to generate annual cost savings of between 8 and $10 million. Your boy, CEO Art Zeal, said they must do what is best for the health of the business by managing their investment and expenses, adding they don't anticipate hiring more positions this year. Chad, layoffs. What are your thoughts? Does Art have, you know, pictures of everybody on the board doing crazy shit in like a donkey bars or something like that? Because there's no reason this guy should still be in power. Hey, there, <laughs> there's no cost reduction in Art Zeal's salary. That was not in the press release. All right, all right, all uh, right. Anyway, I'm going to get away from Art just because there's just no reason to talk about Dice anymore. They had plenty of opportunities to evolve into what they could have been, for God's sakes. And, and they're, they're still a fucking job board today. Anyway, when it comes to Zip... The question is, why is Ian still there? I mean, wow, what a ride. Taking Zip from a little email blasting company startup to an innovative matching job board to IPO. I mean, that that is a huge feat. What's he still doing there? Not all CEOs are meant to be in the seat past startup. He's strapped in past IPO. Good, good for you, man. But I think it's more apparent, apparent than ever Stop taking fucking pay cuts and go enjoy some time with Terry on a fucking island somewhere. You both deserve it. Seriously. Well, they both know the Southern California coast pretty well. They yeah, both know yeah, the California I'm sure. pretty well. I'm sure. So so stock stocks weren't hit real hard on this news uh, mm-hmm. either way in either direction. I mean, Zip has been a sideways stock since about February when they, when they spiked and Dice was down about 2% on the news. This seems like perfect storm time for our industry. We've got inflation. We have Fed rate hikes. We have no cheap money anymore. And those are all bad signs for any business, especially mm-hmm. in our dot-com hiring businesses. But both of them talking about uh, the hiring business being challenged um, is probably a, a, something that everyone in our industry should note because when hiring goes down, everyone feels the pain. Uh, so that's always a bad sign. And you and I lived through 2001. We lived through 2008. We've kind of been waiting for a similar situation, which hasn't come. And remember my shout out, which talked about the strong labor market. So we have mm-hmm. tale of two cities where one is strong labor market, but then we have companies in the industry that see the trends and see what's going on talking about a challenged environment. So something to keep your eye on. I think another thing that's interesting that that didn't exist in 2008 or 2001 was Google's influence uh, in this marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had a, a contact reach out to me uh, who will remain anonymous, but he had an interesting comment that I want to read to you in regards to Google and sort of their activities around this. So, uh, quote, I have confirmation Google is still pedal down on job ads. Uh, general availability, which means for everybody, uh, will be mm-hmm. in 2024. Google is much smarter this time around compared to its original jobs mess. Uh, my, we'll uns- my unsubstantiated guess is Indeed is doing CPA to not just fleece their customers, but also to distinguish themselves from Google becoming the jobs CPC king which you and mm-hmm. I have talked about on the show. Uh, yeah. From internal materials, Google sees advertising to passive job candidates as their next big advertising opportunity, which we actually don't talk about a lot. Google right. has a lot of properties. If they start plugging in job postings on YouTube and Gmail and everything else that they own, like that's, again, something that Indeed can't really touch. So yeah. uh, 
Zip is uh, on Google for Jobs. All these other sites are. They might be seeing the power that Google for Jobs has. I notice in my own usage of Google for Jobs that they're limiting the number of sites that they are um, showing when you can apply to a job. I don't know how that's mm-hmm. impacting Zip and Dice and others. But there's a lot of things coming to a head here that's all negative, And these layoffs sort of encapsulate what's going on in the industry. We've also had, indeed, uh, Glassdoor layoffs. We've talked about LinkedIn layoffs. I'm sure every small company that isn't public or big is having layoffs that we're not hearing about or talking about. But this is uh, this is cascading into everybody's business, and uh, we're here to talk about it on the show. Yeah, as Google continues to focus on the top of the funnel, and they will, just that's just what they're doing. That's what they will continue to do because that's what they do best. Uh, indeed, they're playing the CPA game. They should be playing the next round of, instead of just sending you traffic, I want to be able to send you qualified traffic. They talk about that shit, and it's total bullshit. They don't have the tech at the top of the funnel to be able to, they give you the, these bullshit screener questions. Who gives a fuck about that? I don't care about what the person says or what's on their, on their goddamn resume. Show me what they can do. There's tech out there today that we've talked about over and over and over. They should, they should be funneling. They should be siloing. They should be buying, but guess what? They're, they're doing business like they did 10 years ago. Uh, they're trying to change the name of their product so that they can 10 exit and try to charge a hell of a lot more again and fleece, uh, their clients, much like, uh, your, your, your contact said, we've got to stop doing business like it was 10 years ago and just calling it something different. It's total bullshit and everybody sees through it. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, it's a good time to buy. And I think we've, we've addressed that on the show, uh, quite a bit. I mean, some of these sites, some of these companies are going to be, you know, clearance rack type opportunities. And like you mentioned, indeed should be acquiring these companies. Indeed historically is a pretty good acquisition strategy with workology and Glassdoor and some others. Uh, they've gotten away from that. I mean, who's going to buy a career builder? Uh, indeed kind of makes sense. Like just shut it down. Uh, you'll, you know, kill a competitor or, or just do the put, simply hired model. Yeah, do it with simply I mean, hired. Just put all the Indeed jobs uh, on Career Builder. Um, uh, funny, funny enough, uh, our friend of the show, uh, Chris Russell, uh, opined that ZipRecruiter could buy Career Builder. I'm thinking after the news this week, they're probably not in the market for that. I, I'm still holding out for a European company. I'm still holding out for a Jobs and Talent or yeah. Seek, maybe, uh, which is Europe. Europe south. Well, and if Australia. you think about it, we talk, we're just talking about Stepstone and being able to, again, solidify a foothold more than AppCast here uh, in the US. I mean, you, you would get it for cheap. That's for fucking sure. But but anyway, that's just a, a two, two guys who don't hold the purse strings. Yeah. Let's move on to AI, shall we? Shall oh, God. We <laughs> All right. Experts, AI experts, I will add, uh, issued a dire warning this week. Artificial intelligence models could soon be smarter and more powerful than us, and it is time to impose limits to ensure they don't take control over humans or destroy the world. <laughs> That's right. Pretty sure North Korea didn't get the uh, hold up hold up development memo. <laughs> oh, North Korea, love that. All right. So, but but don't jump off the ledge yet, kids, because Chad and Cheese are here. The National Eating Disorder Association has taken down its chatbot called Tessa after concerns grew from a viral social media post revealing the bot was promoting unhealthy eating habits. 
end of humanity, go humans, or somewhere in between. Chad, what's your take? Earlier this week on the the Europe show, we talked about uh, BT, a.k.a. British, uh, British Telecom Group. Their plan to replace human employees with AI. Well, I'm going to refer to Mark Twain's embellished quote, the tales of my demise are greatly exaggerated. And in this case, the tales of AI taking human jobs are greatly exaggerated. Here's the scary part about AI for those who don't understand AI. And here's a quote from the story that was actually on Vice. Quote, so far, more than 2,500 people have interacted with Tessa. That's the chat bot that they used. And until yesterday, we hadn't seen this kind of commentary or interaction. We've taken the program down temporarily until we can understand and fix the quote unquote bug and quote unquote triggers for the commentary. End quote. This is where HR and talent acquisition professionals need to listen. When the CEO comes to you after hearing about BT and they want to install generative AI, here's the story that you need to have in your back pocket. It's It's one thing to install conversational AI, right, which has solid guardrails. But when you move into generative AI, that space, you better understand what the actual fuck you are buying, how the actual tech works, what safety mechanisms are in place. After 2,500 conversations, not a lot, kids, 2,500 conversations, that chat box went rogue. Can you imagine replacing all of your human customer service positions or even half with AI and then it goes rogue? What happens? What happens when you don't have customer service anymore? Because you got to shut the whole fucking system down. This is a story where BT, I think they were more pumping their stock than they were anything else. But still, if you're trying to think about this and you have the head shed coming to you saying, hey, what about this generative AI thing? Pull the story out of your back pocket and say, look, this was only 2,500 interactions. This is a complex, deep issue, Chad, and I'm just not sure I'm ready to go all in. Just the tip. (laughs) So every week we have a show about AI is going to take over, AI is going to kill us, and then we have another story. It's, it's, it's. Was it Paul Bunyan who who beat the machine with the blue ox? Yeah. Then he died after. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's apropos. (laughs) But it it feels this show feels like a constant tug of war between technology and human beings. Frankly, I'm going to go with something in between. Like we're going to have AI and robots that make a lot of sense that don't hurt people. Make my cheeseburger. Love that. Mental health issues. Maybe it's not the right thing to throw into. Um, Amazon was too early with hiring and their AI solution. Clearly AI, whether it's pumping stocks or legitimate or somewhere in between, it's going to take jobs for sure. I'm I'm confident it's taken marketing jobs and customer service and content jobs and um, social media managers. I mean, it's not hard to go like, hey, uh, write 20 tweets about uh, Ron DeSantis entering the presidential election. And it'll give you 20 tweets and seven of them are pretty good, right? So writing content is obviously taking a hit. College kids are using this. Uh, in nauseam to write papers. And there's literally programs that will put misspellings in your content to make it not look like a robot (laughs) wrote it. This is the future that we're going into. None of us know Mm -hmm. exactly how this is going to shake out, but I think it's important to look at mental health, eating disorders, 
Um, children for sure. Children is a huge one. And there's, there needs to be age gating of social media and that's going to happen. One day we'll, we'll look back and go, how the hell do we let eight year olds on Instagram or social media? That that's, it's like the smoking of today. So anyway, I'm opining, dragging this on. I I don't need to, we don't know where this is going, but really smart people says AI is going to kill us. And then really smart humans, uh, push the pause button for for mental health and and eating disorders and caring for people it's going to be somewhere in between it's going to shake out and chad we're going to be here to talk about it every step of the way let's take a quick break are you struggling to attract the talent you need today do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards, so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. If all this doom and gloom AI wasn't enough, Chad, (laughs) can I interest you in Elon Musk in your brain? No. All right. So Elon Musk's (laughs) brain implant company, Neuralink, how many companies does this fucker have? Like, how much time? Do, anyway, uh, on, thir- on Thursday, said it received Food and Drug Administration or the FDA approval to launch the first inhuman, inhuman, not in monkey, Chad, not in pig, inhuman clinical study. In case you missed it, Neuralink is developing a brain implant it hopes will help paralyze people walk again and cure other neurological ailments. Musk said he'd implant a chip in his own children's brain. But what about your brain, Chad? Who in the hell would even think of putting a chip in their head? I understand, you know, spinal issues. I mean, it, it, the opportunity is, is is so amazing. And those are the types of individuals that are going to be the guinea pig. Think about it. A chip in your brain. Have you ever, I mean, ever had a piece of tech that didn't get a little buggy? What happens then? We're we're talking about physiology here. Humans aren't made the same. Our brains are all different. I mean, we know that from just between you and our wives, right? I mean, there's a huge, they're much smarter than we are, that kind of thing. Anyway, so who would actually put a chip in their head? Well, guess what I did? Went to LinkedIn and I did a poll. Yes. (laughs) A good poll, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Doing so. Step bro. Well, after 110 votes, and I, I put it out there, and it, w- it hasn't been out long, but 75% said no fucking way would they put a chip in their head. But 25% said, sure, I'm down. So even more interesting, that was only 3% of the people who actually saw the poll. So the rest of them are just sitting around like lemmings waiting to see what everybody else does. You know, so I mean, to me, this to me is an easy, hard no. I I don't want somebody in my brain. Maybe I've watched too many sci-fi movies, but no. Oh, Elon. (laughs) We're so worried about AI going to destroy humanity. Have we ever considered the fact that Elon Musk might destroy humanity? Maybe he's an AI conduit to the end of mankind. Can someone check if Elon bleeds or not? (laughs) 
Are we sure he can't transform into some cyber truck? Maybe he is the Twitter algorithm. This is not going to end well, Chad. We out. We out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chad and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.